everybody, and welcome back to the Mosaic Campus Church Podcast. We are so, 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 so happy you decided to listen along with us today. If this is your first time listening into our podcast, thank you, thank you, and thank you once more. Uh, please go listen to all of our past talks, give our channel a five-star rating, let your friends know all about us. We would love to get so many people, as many people as possible, listening to this podcast channel. Uh, one thing that we picked up this semester on our podcast is doing a series exclusive to this channel called Sing Me a Song, where we've been looking at different worship songs that either we sing at Mosaic often or are maybe just popular within kind of Christian circles right now. And uh, it's been just an awesome series so far. We've gotten some really great feedback from people, which has been great too. And so it's something that we're hoping to continue to do. And so today we are looking at the song Graves Into Gardens uh, that was put out by Elevation Worship uh, just a few months ago. It came out right in the middle of the, uh, or not in the middle, when the pandemic kind of blew up here uh, in North America. And the album gives a lot of encouragement uh, in the midst of kind of trials and struggles. It communicates a lot about how great and how powerful God is and how he can do the impossible. And so this album came out a great time. And so um, Graves Into Gardens, this song kind of, it, I mean, there's a reason why the album is named after this song, because this song does just that. It communicates just how powerful God is. But lucky for you, you don't have to listen to just me today. We have one of our worship leaders with us today, Josh Anstey. He's been leading worship at Mosaic for um, about three or four years, I think he says on the talk. Uh, he's an awesome guy. He shares lots of his wisdom, um, and we're so thankful to have him on the podcast today. So I hope you enjoy this. As always, if you have any questions or comments, reach out. Uh, let us know. You can contact us through our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, or you can email us at mosaiccampuschurch at gmail.com as well. If you haven't joined us yet for Mosaic on a Sunday night, if you're a post-secondary student or graduate student in the city of St. John's, Newfoundland, you need to come. We would love to have you at St. Augustine's at 7 o'clock on Sunday. Our registration for this Sunday has opened right now, um, which is Thursday of this week. So hopefully you can hop over to our registration. You can find all the info for that on our social media. Uh, check out Instagram especially. That'll have all the info you need on how you pre-register for that. But we would love for you to join us. As always, we hope you enjoy, and we'll see you soon. Josh, thanks so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're such an awesome guy. You've been leading at Mosaic for a nice while now, I think ever since I came uh, in 2017. And so it's really good to get some of your opinions as a worship leader and even just someone that's a part of the Mosaic family. So thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been awesome to lead at Mosaic for the past like four years now. Yeah, it's crazy. Eh? Time's really gone really quick, eh? Yeah, it really has. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, so we've been doing this series looking at different worship songs with Mosaic, all the ones that we've sung before or uh, maybe are just even just popular right now within like Christian circles. And so we're talking about the song Graves into Gardens, which is off the new Elevation album that just came out. And I'm pretty sure it's titled like the album's titled that song, isn't it? Yeah. Graves yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to like everybody to get to know you a little bit. Uh, maybe tell a little bit about yourself, what you're studying right now, uh, and give us a little bit of insight on like how is it that you got into music and 
worship leading? Like, where did your interest kind of start with all of that? Yeah, sure. So, um, I study at Mon in my fourth year of biochemistry. So, almost done that. Heavy program. Yeah, definitely can be. And as far as music and um, worship leading in church goes, I was one of those kids that took piano lessons from like really early age, like early grade school. And then I started to play drums in like the fourth grade. And I recently quit piano after that. Okay. Yeah. And so I got involved playing like music at church on drums at first. And then I kind of started to learn guitar to like six months of lessons or something. And then I just kind of taught myself the rest. And then like through that, I like learned that I like to sing. And then like I learned that I love to sing about God too. And then probably like ninth or 10th grade, I started like leading worship in like youth group setting. And then I ended up starting at Mosaic in my first year of Mon. And I've been leading at Mosaic now ever since. Cool, man. I didn't know you were a drummer. I am a drummer. That's like my first like go-to, I would say. Okay, that's cool. I had no idea. Fellow drummers unite here today, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And so do you remember anything? I, yeah, you like you played piano at Mosaic before too, haven't you, when you played? Yeah, I played a couple times at Mosaic. Okay, so because I know I took piano lessons like when I was a young kid too, but all I remember is middle C. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of picked up some chords and then taught myself a little more. Same with guitar, I found I was able to, like, with the bass of it, I was able to teach myself when I was older, when I actually wanted to. That's cool. So do you come from, like, a musical family? Because I know your brother plays a little bit, too. And... No, my brother really just plays bass, and then no one else really plays. I was kind of like a one-off child like that. Cool. That's awesome. Sweet. Um, is there any kind of, any instrument that you haven't learned yet that you would like to? I feel like one of the classic instruments is, like, the violin is, like, a skilled instrument that, like, you'd obviously love to know how to play. I feel like that would probably be up there. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. If I were to learn. But, like, obviously, I would say it's probably one of the hardest to learn, too. Right. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Um, and so you were leading a little bit in youth, and you grew up going to Bethesda, right? Am I right on that? Yes, I did, yeah. Cool. And so you're leading in that, and then you've been leading in Mosaic. And so... I'm asking all the worship leaders this, and it's, I'm asking it intentionally because I want everybody at Mosaic to kind of hear that there's actually some thought that goes behind, like, picking out songs on a Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's not like, oh, your top four that it's, like, you're enjoying right now, so you slap them together and you play them. Like, there's actually a thought process, a theme that you follow, um, and even just, like, I don't know, a bit of a theme that you follow throughout the service as well. Um, in the songs that you pick so I wanted to just ask you like what's the kind of a process that you follow if you know you're going to lead on Sunday like throughout the week what is it you kind of go through to pick the songs that you want to sing on that Sunday yeah so it really is a process um it's, it's process can start like several weeks yeah. beforehand and usually for me it kind of starts with like there's one song that i'm usually personally like really feeling connected to and like it's kind of a supernatural thing that does happen like that god kind of puts in my spirit like this one song that like i really feel like i should lead and like i have have a personal connection to it so i feel like others can too right 
that's kind of like where it starts I kind of start like my like set list around like that song so I kind of like place that and then I have like a list of all the songs I've led in the past before and the keys are in so I kind of try to keep like the service into like two keys or less maybe three sometimes because I don't want to be too distracting right and I like I have like all those songs in my list and then I look at what songs like Mosaic has done in the past and then I kind of like pray a lot about it and I just ask God to like put in my spirit like what songs should I put in like besides just want to have in and then I just start to like form and try different options and combinations and continue to pray about it and like sometimes I'll think about the themes like you said yeah. and like through that over like the few weeks before I leave then I'll have my set list done right that's cool and is there any kind of like rubric that you follow and uh, not even just when you're picking out songs but even worship songs that uh, you tend to listen to is there like some like non-negotiables that you look for in a song so um like I know Adrian mentioned that like he really tries to focus on songs that um give praise to God that are really God focused and I asked Emily this too and I can't remember what she said but is there anything that's like a non-negotiable like to make it like a worship song category I guess for you I've heard a lot of people like kind of like say things like that but for me I feel like most songs are like what you'd say in like the worship song category these days they are like really oriented like, to be in like a worship setting and like not many of them have like song and words issues there's like a few I find but like if you are careful in what you're doing like the majority of the songs are like different in their own ways that like glorifying God or talking about him so I find there's no like set rubric these days you can be like oh this song is like in and out and in and out it's kind of like you seem to be like intentional and there's a few songs like you probably can't you just need to really look at the words and if they have the biblical truths and you know they're pro they're probably good and then it's like once you have that bit then it goes deeper into like what what am I feeling God is like impressing on me to like lead this week right yeah that's interesting and something that's come up a lot too since we've done this is uh, just the simple fact that like songs resonate with people in different ways too like they speak to people yeah. in different ways and so the way they sing them I don't know a, a song that could be written with the intention of being extremely God focused can hit someone in a very personal and intimate way or the opposite right a song that's very personal or intimate makes it like a very like God focused song for them right and that's where it kind of gets tricky with all the like people have debates over lyrics and yeah. all this stuff that gets tricky because it's it can be a bit subjective in a sense. I find that I do end up choosing songs that have a personal reflection because mm. I find like when you're able to make like a personal connection to like the words you're singing, you are able to make a personal connection to God because that's really like what we're trying to do is like make that connection to God so we can like praise him in like the best way. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. So Graves into Gardens, um, this just recently came out um i messed up with this a little i thought that you had led the song before but before we started recording uh you um me kind of correct me on that um but it is a song that you said that you've listened to quite a bit and you enjoy 
Um, so we, I didn't mess up too bad, I guess. <laughs> no, it was really just happened the right way. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So when you look at the song Graves in the Gardens, uh, it's by Elevation Worship, um, which I tend to enjoy a lot of stuff that they come out with. Uh, songs that they've come out in the past have been great as well. And when you look at this one, Graves in the Gardens, um, what do you see as like the main kind of overarching theme or message of this song? I think you kind of like derive a few statements that you could use. I would, I'd probably say like, praise God because he's the most powerful. And that's kind of like the overarching theme for me. And like underneath it's like, he can do anything. And that's why he's like the most powerful. And like, he does it for us. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, it communicates this like beautiful message of, um, God doing things in the hopeless, the impossible, you know, things that, I mean, graves into gardens, you would never think that a garden, a grave could turn into something beautiful. It's meant to be something where you mourn and um, yeah. it's often associated with Halloween and haunted, right? Like in all these themes that, to talk about how God can take something like that with that theme and make it into something beautiful as a garden. And um, I like the scriptural references it makes too about like, the parting of the Red Sea and how impossible of a task that seemed like he could do it. Yeah, it, it really, I think, goes back to the the roots that I feel like a lot of churches and, like, worship music is kind of missing. Like, the God is still as powerful now as he was in the Bible, and he can make, like, real change in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the words that he used, like, he can make graves in the gardens. Like, that's, like, probably the, like, the second theme. Like, he can literally and like figuratively like make life from death like he can and that kind of god yeah yeah that's cool is there any anything about this song um that kind of made you like scratch your head all like thinking uh, what do you mean there or because i know like for elevation lately they've had a couple songs where i'm like oh like where are you going there like we talked about rattle on this podcast Mm -hmm. and that song just like totally blew up (laughs) right and it got extremely popular and there's so many like head scratching moments in that song and and so for this one graves in the gardens did you have any moments of like oh like where are you going there with this lyric or this reference yeah i think like through that whole album like rattle too like they're kind of carrying like a biblical like basis of like the power of god in different ways Hmm. so i think like as far as this song like carries through that album i think like the verses and like the chorus are pretty like the foundation of our faith like it starts as like the the lord like redeemed us first right like that's kind of where like the verses which is pretty like accepted in like christianity like he redeemed us right right yeah. but then i feel like when it gets to the bridge it kind of makes you scratch your head a bit more yeah. like when they use like the languages like great he, he turns graves into gardens he makes beauty from ashes he t- turns like bones into armies like those kind of words you need to like think about a lot more and like yeah. how like the bible play this and like when you lead them like explain those things yeah yeah that's an excellent point because <laughs> um, like the it seems like they've been on like a bit of a trend lately too of talk around bones coming to life or and it's i think it's out of the passage in ezekiel um, and rattle was similar of how God gave him this vision of these dry, dead bones in this valley, 
all pouring back into beings and created this army out of it right and and so like that like i'm glad you pointed out because it is it is a bit of a head scratcher for some i think especially if you're not like a church person who wouldn't know scripture yeah definitely they need to be explained and i think what they're trying to do is kind of give that like hit to you like an impact like the through these words like not something normal like this is like how god works like this is like what he can do i know it's like crazy and it sounds crazy but like let's look at the bible and like these things like actually happen and i think they are trying to say like this happens literally but it can also happen like in a figurative sense in different ways yeah yeah man i gotta give it to them like i the the head scratching lyrics like people might have like issues with them but at least it gets people thinking and talking about them right definitely it's great and the bridge is kind of like where that comes in in this song i think mostly yeah for sure for sure oh that's cool that's great um i'm kind of i'll bring it back to this song but when you're picking out songs do you um for a worship set are there somewhere you're like oh this should be at like a beginning of a worship set this should be at the end like do you kind of go through a bit of a process with that at all i i do i feel like a lot of it like a lot around worship is kind of centered towards like the tempo and that's kind of like how they'll be organized but i feel like personally there's like less we say fast songs most of it is moderate to slow now i find yeah true so actually yeah it really is like came based on that it's kind of like just what god is impressioning on the time like hmm. based on like the themes and what you're saying like you just need to kind of go with like god's spirit on that now i find that's what i do because like you can't really base on the tempo as much right yeah that's true there I, yeah i never really thought about that because i know it, like when i was growing up in youth there was always like the one five song that you started yeah, out with and... easy, but i find a mosaic it's like less like that like there's less like fast songs now yeah absolutely yeah and i don't really hear many coming out anymore unless it's like hillsong young and free which no. is very like youth groupy vibe right like yeah yeah so where would you, I mean, you might not be able to answer this because it depends on the week or whatever, but like, where would you place this song in a worship set or does it even really matter? I don't think it matters, but I, part of me would say the beginning. Okay. Just because it is more moderate tempo if you're going with the tempo, but also like the message in this song, if you, depending on like what other songs you're singing, like how they're introducing like God's spirit into the service. Like, I could see this song, like, being further into, like, the service because right. really powerful song. And, like, when you've already, like, asked God's spirit to, like, come into the service and, like, he's been with you for a while. And now you're kind of, like, hoping people can enter in to a point with his presence where they can be open to, like, real breakthrough, which I think this song, like, that's what it's about, like, real like hope and real breakthrough and healing sometimes because like this song is like a big powerful song too so like it really depends yeah yeah no that's fair that's fair that's cool man Uh, i appreciate your wisdom with this um you had some really good points there i think it's going to make people think and um, give some wisdom into even just their worship experiences whether it's at mosaic on sunday night or wherever they go to church so i really appreciate this man yeah, definitely. I hope that it helps some people like think about this 
song more and like just how they worship more because like that's what it's all about it's just connecting more to god and his spirit yeah it's really about just being like at his feet and just getting to more know more about him yeah that's cool um last quick question is there any other songs like right now that you're listening to quite a bit that um are like affecting you in a personal way let me go to my most recent playlist <laughs> yeah. and then i'll yeah. <laughs> um honestly this album has been like a really big album for me this year the graves in the gardens album yeah i find that it really is a lot about like the hope of what god can do in his power and that he's like really is with us and that he has real effect in our lives like we can actually trust him with the big things yeah i feel like i don't know when i was growing up in church like we, we talked about like god and like that he saved us but we never really talked about that he can actually do big things in our lives and that we can really trust him with it yeah so i think that like this album has really like been key for me i think yeah that's cool i think it's come like at a timely place and i don't know everybody's life right now too like I, I think it came out like just when covid really got rampant and yeah yeah everything was kind of hopeless and desolate for a lot of people but there's a lot of songs on this album that bring a lot of encouragement and teach this message of like hey like even this situation that's affecting us globally is not an impossible situation with the god that we serve exactly yeah that's cool awesome man well thank you so much for doing this really appreciate it yeah of course thank you so much Thank you.